Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing <laughs> Dude Podcast. Sweet. We got to get exciting, baby. We got to use tonality in our voice to get you guys excited because we have a really good show today. As a matter of fact, what we're going to be talking about today is a very popular topic of conversation amongst the real estate industry, and the real estate industry is changing. We are going and we are seeing an individual agent approach to a more of a team approach, and I wanted to bring on a gentleman that I've known for maybe what about two years, give or take. And um, you know, you have this gentleman is an agent out of Sacramento with HomeSmart Realty currently, and um, he now is only 15 months. He's grown up to a team of 14 or 15 agents. Now, without further ado, let's go ahead and um, introduce our guest, good friend of mine, Sunit. Agarwal. Did I say your name right? <laughs> Cuevas, yes you did, brother. Hey, thank you for having me on the show, man. You know I'm a big fan. Uh, I've listened to almost every episode. You have great content, and I appreciate it. Yeah. So, thanks. That's what I'm talking about, dog. All right. Well, Sunit, um, let's get into it, um, and let's go right through. First, pronounce your name again. Tell everyone where you're at. Let's do a little intro. Um, Sunit Agarwal in beautiful, not as beautiful as San Diego, Sacramento, California. Um, I've I've been an agent for about four and a half years, Uh, have lots of different business experiences prior to that, and um, club wealth coach, lab code agent, moderator, um, just, you know, I got a wife and a daughter, 18-month-old daughter, bunch of dogs, live on a farm, and sell a couple houses. And Sunit is in the know. He's in not. He's a coach. He's a contributor. Lab Code Agents. If you're not a part of Lab Code Agents, join it. It's the largest Facebook group in the planet right now on Facebook, and um, you'll get a lot of really good content out of there if you just stand to know what's going on. So, Sunit, you just Absolutely. said something very interesting. We're talking about you've been in the business for four and a half years. I've been in this business for freaking fifteen years. I'm a dinosaur compared to you in terms of uh, business experience, but you have a team of fifteen agents. I don't. So that's what I want to get into uh, on the story is how you accomplished it because I first met you at a Club Wealth event in November, um, I'd like to say. And at that event, I remember – I don't think you had your team started yet. Or if you did, you were just like getting off the agents. ground. Okay. Yeah, so I had like two agents. I want to take our listeners through this journey um, because you know a lot of times people will be like, let's, let's first address the elephant in the room. Do you need to be in business for 10 years before you can grow a team? I mean, I definitely don't think so, right? I mean, there's lots of other eg- examples of great agents that are, you know, part of Club Wealth and Lab Coat that have been agents for only a number of years and have huge teams and are experiencing great success, right? So what do you think, what do you think, if an agent is out there listening to this podcast right now, what do you think is the key, um, the first thing that you need to do when forming a team? And then we're going to get through lead generation and all that stuff afterwards but if so, you're thinking about like, the team what's the most important concept hustle and leadership right there's lots of these sales industries um and, and you know it's car sales mortgage real estate oh i can sell 50 houses a year i should be in management i should be this i am now a leader are you really dude like yeah. have you read a book like for me i've had i've owned other businesses i've ran other businesses i went to school for management so it's a, it's a progression, right? Like you said, you know, you've you've been in real estate fifteen years. I've been running companies for fifteen years. Um, Very cool. You listen, folks. He's talking about running a team is no different than running a business. 
Okay, and, and sure. far too often, do you agree with this, Suni, in our industry, we have a lot of salespeople running around with their heads cut off, and a lot of them aren't looking at, a lot of them aren't playing the long game, let's be honest. You know, they're jumping from transaction to transaction on a monthly basis, and then they bitch and moan about, oh my God, the peaks and valleys in this business are so excruciating. But the truth is, is that you have to approach this business as a business, so that's a very good, very, very, very good tip. If You have to bring that business mindset, and I imagine that your past experiences has helped you um bring that i would to say so dude i mean my first management gig in a mortgage company a boiler room type place i was an asshole mike right yeah and throughout the years i've learned my management style a lot of that is with self-development and reading voraciously every damn book on the planet about it um so you and had I to think, learn you're telling me you actually read yeah. Isn't it amazing that the smartest people and the most successful people are also have one thing in common? Um, they all read a lot and they, they, they yeah. study other business models. You mentioned something else very important, leadership. Um, yeah. Now, what is the – how do you – I have a question for you. And when you view your team, are they – do they work for you or do they work with you? Absolutely with. Absolutely. And what are you doing uh, to empower them to understand that? Because this is a revolving door type business, you know, especially on a team. You know, my re retention is pretty good. Um, I do, you know, provide lots of resources that most teams would dream of. And, um, I mean, as far as your question goes, I mean, you just have to empower people and, like, be supportive. Right, you have to you you have to understand if some agent's having a hard time at home or with a spouse or with business, like don't just be a dick, yeah. right? Like you didn't make your hundred calls to today, you're off the team. I mean, there's reasons, and we all get it. We've all dealt with stuff. So in my first, you know, life as a manager, I would lose my cool. People called me the Ari Golden of mortgage, right? Sure. Um, now it's all Zen, baby, right? I mean, yeah. you have to empower these people and uh, give them opportunities, like, and training and support. I mean, it's all, there's so much more to it. You hit it on the head, and that's actually the word I was thinking of empowerment and empowerment those around you. There's an article on uh, Facebook, I think it was yesterday or something, or maybe it was LinkedIn, but it's really interesting. And it said, Why do the top salespeople always stay um, within the same company? And they don't really move and jump around companies. And the answer at the end of the article was just because a true leader knows how to empower their people to succeed in the workplace. Absolutely. And, and let's, let's, let's put a pause there. Regardless of split. Correct. Right? Yes. So. Split isn't everything. I mean, you, you know, I'm, you know, as you know now, I'm working in the San Diego market. So I'm doing a lot of work with a big block uh, realty. Fastest big growing. Up. Fastest growing real estate company in in the country, thirty one in the Inc. five hundred. And the question is is why? Like, yes, they have a hundred percent model, right? But that's not why those agents are attracted to that company. I could tell you firsthand from seeing what's behind the scenes. It's culture, leadership, and that's it. Everything else that they're doing is just a cherry on top. But ultimately, um, what they do is they focus on empowering their agents through helping them with their own branding, you know, really giving them the tools to succeed through empowerment and not so much like it's my way or the highway, which is traditionally what real estate brokerage used to be, right? You got to use my sign. 
with my number so that my agents on floor get those calls. I mean, that's the, yeah. those are, that's the real estate days of the past. Um, all right. So very, very good. Let's get on this. Do like two. one thing, like, like one thing about my team and all this, like, like you're talking about signs, 95% of the team leaders, it's the Mike Cuevas team with a picture of Mike's mug on the sign and a picture and it goes right to your cell phone. Dude, I don't want anyone to see me. Right. Like I want to be the Wizard of Oz, bro. So I got Beth Sack Holmes group. Doesn't say Sunit Agarwal friggin' anywhere. Goes to a call action number that doesn't broadcast. Right. Like like I want it to be harder to get a hold of me. That's very because ultimately when 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 you're the Wizard of Oz and you get a viable product that some big company wants to buy, then you're only hurting yourself by calling it the Sunit Agarwal team and a picture of my face on the sign. Did you guys just listen to the nugget um, that he just dropped? Sunit's playing the long game. He's looking at creating a saleable entity. And he knows that if he branded himself, that that would be an unsellable entity because that means he'd have to go with it down the road. Yeah. Right. And you see this from a lot of people who've built their personal brands. And if you go to, you know, if you go to a lot of these marketing conferences and you see like, um, like I think it was Seth Rogen I saw once and he's just like, the one thing I would have done is, uh, not brand my name. I would have made it a company because I can't sell it now. Right. Yeah, he has to no, go with it. That's, that's super, super important. Plus it's non-ego driven, right? You're not like, Hey, I'm Mike Cuevas. Everyone works for me. Everyone works for me. And a lot of times I totally, totally agree. And I, I see that and I see it on a daily basis that the team leaders that are trying to build their own brand, not empowering their agents, never retain those very team members. No, not the good ones at least. And like for me too, something else that's that's empowering is I don't really give a crap about where my name is on some list in Sacramento. So if a, if an agent on my team does does a deal, I don't need to be in in the MLS. I don't need this or that. What am I going to do? Go to some some friggin' awards banquet with a bunch of dinosaurs? Like, let the agents have that power, dude. So if they leave, they can at least say, "Look, I've closed this many deals." Not, well, I've closed this many deals, but they went they went under my previous team leader's name. So just those little things I feel have helped me with retention and um, maybe individuality with with the with, with the team still. Yep. So let's get into um, you know. If you guys didn't get that empowerment, culture, community, um, I think those are the primary reasons people build a team. Because let's face it, this is not a uh, easy business long term. It's stressful. It's more of a lifestyle. We have our ups and downs. We come up, we go down, and then you go down further. Then you finally get a, you get a one million dollar listing. You go up, and then the next day you lose it and you go down. I mean, that, that, <laughs> that's just it's a it's a business of peaks and valleys, and that moral support is extremely important to keep that motivation. So. We got culture, we got leadership, but ultimately, too, and I want to get your opinion on this. Um, does your team rely on you for leads? So, I have been fortunate in you know my relationships through Club Wealth and Lab Code Agents that I uh, have a lot of resources that the average team d- doesn't have. So, I have changed my model away from Facebook leads, away from pay per click leads to a hundred percent. 90% portal leads, you know, um, so I've been fortunate to be able to do that. So these leads are as good as they friggin' come. I'm trying really hard not to cuss Mike for your Go listeners. Uh, you could swear. Uh, it's a dude show. These, it's a real uh, thing dude show, you know. This, this uh, is real. This is raw, people. We're not practicing <laughs> this. This is no script. We just get up here and start talking. 
um, I think Helixon would give me a talking to if I said that F word too many times oh, on your show. Uh, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I, I forgot about that one. But <laughs> um, the um, so portal leads. I mean, you should be able to do four or five deals a month per agent with 30, 40 leads, right? Uh, does it always happen? No, but hey, it's a work in progress. Um, I gladly pay my agents a hell of a lot more for their own deals, and I give them all the tools for their own deals. Are do many of them really rely on me for leads? Yes, because they're the best friggin' leads on the planet. So let's let me explain what Porter Leads is to our audience. And folks, if, if you want, we did actually with your with your boy Brian Curtis, we had his show on last week. And, I just spoke um, to him, yeah. And he, we went through the Portal Leads and what Portal Leads folks are is like uh, Realtor.com, Trulia, Zillow, people who are on a search site that are visiting that search site specifically to look for real estate information. And what we got at the end of that call too uh, was a really good episode. Is that Brian basically said, "Look, I'd rather pay twenty five dollars." for a portal lead than $2 for a Facebook lead because they're Absolutely. more accurate. And I think this is the truth that is coming out into the real estate marketplace as we gone into this Facebook craze in the last 12 months. You know, the business I always got from Facebook was created from good content. It was attracted, right? It wasn't like people don't go to Facebook to go look for a, a house for sale. They just happen to see one and they might be like, oh yeah, that looks cool. And they click. And is that a lead? You know, I don't know. You tell me, but no, it's not, dude. It is not yeah. a lead. It's somebody clicking a friggin' link. Yep. And there, same we, with same with pay per click, dude. Like, talk about all the money I spent on both for years, and yeah. So how many? Um, and I, I agree with you. I think as a team leader, you know, besides culture and support, ultimately your team does look for some kind of assistance from you, right? And you're doing it in the form of, of portal leads. Now, can we get into like? You know, if I'm thinking about running a team, um, how much of the metrics have you got into? Like, do you know, do you have it down to a science where you know how many leads an agent gets till it turns into a closing? Or is it just, you know, are you still figuring that out right now? Well, I mean, it's very, like, I have an agent on my team. Every three appointments she goes on, she writes a friggin' offer. Yep. Right? And she only claims like 10, 12 leads a month because that's all she needs. I have other agents on my team that go on 30 40, 30, 40 appointments and do two deals, right? So one for every 20, but you know that there's going to be a month where he does like 10, 12 deals because it's just building up and nurturing and following up. I have some agents who've gotten like 70 leads and they've done like two, like, like, like two deals. So um, I don't think there's any like real metric. There's always a goal. Like I would love all my agents to do two deals a month. Month after month after month. Here in here in California, that's money, bro. Right? Like, yeah. That's thirty. That's thirty deals a month for a team of fifteen, not including my own. What's thirty times twelve? Three hundred sixty or something, right? Yeah. Or there yeah, three hundred sixty. That's a that's a you, good fucking life, right there. You, <laughs> you hit. Well, you hit. You hit an important point. Some agents convert a lot, and some don't. So. You know, we're talking about empowering um, your agents, and I'm sure you're doing this with, with your team. The ones who are not, those are the ones you're empowering to help get better at conversations, help get better at conversion and giving that role because you're exactly right. You could have the exact same lead sources go to two totally different people and have two totally different results. And ultimately it comes as can that person talk to people they've never met before is really what it is. Are you a conversationalist? Or are you a salesperson? And the conversationalist yeah. who can ask the right questions, that can get the right answers, that can mimic it. Sam, as you know, is very great at this. 
um, always has a better chance of setting those appointments than the one who just comes off and, you know, gets caught with like a deer in headlights. Like the first time, like, remember your first lead you got? Like, I was like, holy yeah. shit, like freaking out. I didn't know what to do. I'm like, there's a and lead, now. there's a lead. And now I look back at it like, dude, you know what? All of these, at the end of the day, leads are people. They're breathing. They bleed red, just like you do. And it's no different than just literally having a conversation with your best friends. And the more natural I thought it became, the easier it was to convert. And that's what you see. Remember, in lab coats, for example, oh, the realtor.com leads suck. Oh, Zillow leads, they suck. The leads don't suck. People are inquiring them. You suck. You Uh, suck. Yes, exactly. But don't worry. You can get better. Right? Yeah, so like we, you know, we have a daily huddle every day. You know, it's the club wealth thing. I do at least one role play meeting a month. Like two weeks ago, and this is a Brian Curtis idea. I took the whole team to a friggin' vacant listing, and I was the dickhead buyer and put them through it. Number one, it was way too much fun for me. <laughs> but number two, I mean, that's real life training, bro. Right? right? Like that's. So, so you got to do that. Like, if you, if you want to be on a team, oh, I got some pay-per-click leads. I got some Facebook leads. Uh, oh, two bucks a piece. Yay. Um, my agents are going to call on them all day, and they're going to do this, and I'm going to get rich. Sorry, bro. That's not how it works. It's not how it works, right? Yeah. And I am lucky and fortunate to be able to know people like Sam, to be a part of Club Well, to be a part of Lab Coats, where I have all these other people, like I talk to Tristan, Tristan Ahumada about this stuff all day. And, you know, he's a very successful team guy. Um, Brian, you know, all these people. So, so very let's, fortunate. Let's go through this because you are a club wealth coach. And um, you mentioned the daily huddle, which I'm familiar with. But a lot of people on this listening to this are probably not. And this is extremely important because what – how do you create a virtual culture? Essentially is what, the, is what we're dealing with today because – Agents today are not going into the freaking office. And if you get them in the office, great. But we all know, like, look at you're in the bedroom right now. I'm in my fucking closet. Um, we all work from home, right? I, for, for I go to part. the office most, but I got to head to uh, the Bay Area after this. But I'm usually at the office. But, yeah, a daily huddle, number one, it's from a Tim Paris idea where you get all the management out of the way, if possible, in, in the morning in front of everybody, create that culture of what did you do yesterday, what are you doing today, wins, losses, goals. How long are these calls? Daily. 30 minutes. I mean, 30 minutes, and it's usually like 32 minutes. Um, So we go through everybody, and with 15 people, that's, you know, one minute, 30 seconds each, go through questions on on the escrows, and uh, you you hear me drop a motivational thing. I picked it from some book for five minutes, right, or some great podcast like the real estate marketing dude. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's it's it's important, folks. So what he's telling you is that this is part of adding to that culture. This daily huddle, the people on your team want to feel like they're part of something ultimately. Absolutely, know? and, and it, it's no different than running any business. I mean, you if, when you bring like a family like atmosphere to the real estate business, every in, at least on the team level, um, your agents not only stay more loyal to you, but they end up respecting you better. You end up running more of a business, and everyone makes more money. Um, in the long run. Now you mentioned you took your team out. You did a you did a social gathering. Are you doing these once a month, um, or what is your uh, 
What are you doing, like, for the social side of things? You mentioned, I thought um, you just mentioned something else. So, like, once a quarter, we'll go, like, bowling or something, you know, up to a budget. As you know, I have a young kid. It's hard for me to get out at nighttime. Um, um, next, like, I think the week after Halloween, we're all going bowling, and they got a budget for beer and pizza. Yep. Right? And, um, you know, the social thing, I try and make every day fun. The social thing is something I definitely need to work on. And uh, as soon as I have time to write it down on my schedule, then I'll start to implement. <laughs> yeah. And listen to his, listen to his vulnerability right here. He just basically came out. Most people, Sunit, wouldn't say, oh, yeah, I do that a lot. Most people, honestly, would have just BS that answer. But this is how you continue to grow, folks. He, he basically said, you know what? I need to get better in the social, and I'm working on it. Anyone yeah. else I would have had on this podcast would have said, would have gave me some uh, you know, empty lie right there. Guaranteed. Really? Oh, yeah. No, would have said, oh, yeah, I we're mean, doing things once a month and once a month. But if you're not always learning, you're never what? Dude, I'm a student of everything. And, like, you know, I will not stop with my gratitude for everything I've learned and the networking and opportunities I've had. So, absolutely. Like meeting you, right? The first time I met Mike, I was like, here's Mike Cuevas. He's the dude, man. I, I need to ask him about a video I got. Yeah. What am I doing wrong, right? Yeah, and you so. have to do that in this business. This business is changing faster. And this is a true stat is that the way real estate is bought and sold in the last has changed more in the last 10 years than it has in the previous 100. And that's an absolute oh, that's an absolute fact with these online leads and the role of a of an agent is slowly redeveloping and being um I think reshaped entirely. Absolutely. Um, now when you what here's a good question a lot of people have how do you determine who you're going to bring on your team, right? Because let's so, be honest, there's, there's time vampires out there, right? There's people that are, no matter how much you help them, real estate is just not their thing, right? So I want to talk a little bit about personality types and how you go about hiring the right people for your team. And it's not a right or wrong answer, but how do you find the right people for you? So um, I recruit uh, the organic. I mean, there's some organic people which is great. And people have, you know, being, you know, my presence online, a lot of people locally have seen that and they're attracted to me for those reasons, right? Uh, the same reason people call me to be their coach. Um, I recruit. Uh, I'm trying to pick up some ideas from our boy Sam on how to be more of a savage on that because he's the winner. Um, mm -hmm. But I recruit. I run ads. And honestly, for me, like, the – I don't run disk profiles on a bunch of agents anymore. Um, you don't run disk profiles. I don't. Okay. Uh, maybe after I hire them, just to know like their communication style, right? But um, I um, are they coachable? That's the number one trait. Are they coachable? Um, and if you know, if I spend a lot of time coaching a person and they don't want to implement or listen to to me, then I mean, maybe it's it's not a good fit. Do, right. Do you um, have like it, a um, thirty-day trial period type thing, or maybe like I have. A, I mean, I have a three months. Like, get two deals done in three months. I'm gonna give you a ton of leads and training. If you can't, but you're a part of culture, hey, we can work on that. Right? Culture is paramount. Yep. Um, participating, being present, those are things that are really paramount. Um, and if you can't do deals, then why are you even an agent? Right? Like. There's so many agents out here. Oh, I'm an agent. When's the last time you did a deal? Oh, a year ago. Are you really an agent, bro? Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, and we both know, 
you know, tons of circumstances like this. Um, so you give them a 90 day, when you bring someone on board, a 90 day, look, here's how it's going to roll. I'm going to give you, here's what's going to happen. We're going to have training. We have daily huddles. We got this, this, and that. But you're going to have three months. I'm going to start you out on month one with X amount of leads and see how you do. And then we're going to, you're, what you're also doing is you're, you're, are you coaching them, the new agents in that first 90 days? Are you coaching them I, I, on I how mean, to use your autoresponders, like call action or whatever you're using and getting your systems I, I use in place? every autoresponder that exists. <laughs> I, I know you do. <laughs> but you're teaching uh, them on how to use these things the right way. And you said something else very important. If the agent is not coachable, um, you're really not that interested. And if you're creating a team, it's your team. Right. Yeah. So you have they're following your systems. They're coming to you because of your previous success, which they're hoping will they'll do business through your leadership. So, yeah. And now, I mean, so for me, when a new agent comes on, I have trained, um, you know, senior agents on on my team uh, to help out with a lot of that training. They have more time than me. A lot of times I'm always there especially for, you know, in the, in the huddle to talk about things. Yep. Um, something that I'm working on along with um, all my other boys out there in both Club Wilp and Lab Coats is a bulletproof onboarding process. Oh, I right? I'd love to talk with you on that off the, off the record. Um, the, I mean, dude, that's where it's all at, right? And that's something else that I'm, that I'm lagging on too. We want it all videoed. We want it just, hey, you're, you're a new agent. Here you go. Watch these. Here's a checkbox. Here's a freaking test. So that's what's next on my horizon. I'm just going to I'm going to totally drop a uh, um um I don't care plug because that's exactly <laughs> what a tractor is. It trains your buyers agents, listing agents and all of that for you. And uh, we do have Can I just talk process. about how awesome freaking a uh, tractor is, dude? I'm like no, This is not a sales call for a tractor. I had to go ahead and plug it there. If you guys like a tractor, you want to know more about it, go to my website. But I had I couldn't help myself. Dude, that it's one. one of the best things out there, dude, and I've, you're so smart for doing that even if I say it like a smart ass. Thank you. Um what about and here's one of the things that annoys me sort of when I see uh, a lot of teams or people, you know, you'll see a successful agent, right? They'll come out and then Natural progression, um, oh, I got to start a brokerage or, or a team. It's just how the way our egos work. Like I lost my ass when I started my brokerage. Why? Because I'm not a brokerage owner. I'm also not a large team leader. I've come to figure that out. I, I you know, Before I left Chicago, I only had a few people on the team, and that's what I liked. Um, I wasn't, uh, I didn't re- I went through the pains of uh, growing pains of learning that the hard way through a lot of lost money. But the point is, is that, if you don't plan on coaching your team, please don't even start one. What do you think on that? <laughs> Dude, nailed it, right? Like, you have to be there. And if if you're not going to be the one coaching it, then have the money of somebody to coach the team for you, right? Our create systems and leverage do where, like, you know, like, for me, I have team leaders within the team, yep. right? And they are empowered, and that's opportunity, Uh so you just yeah, I mean, you know, being in being in leadership, being in management, being an owner, it's not for everybody. There's a lot right. of financial risk. There's a lot of having your girl mad at you, or you know, missing out on your kid's t-ball game. I don't know if your kids play baseball yet. Mine don't, but just an example. Um, <laughs> you just you, you already can foresee the problems in like five years from now. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but 
so I mean, yeah, don't do it. Like talking to another one of our friends, he's all, dude. If I were to do it again, I wouldn't start a team. I would just hammer out expires and physical calls all day because he knows that that's what he's good at. Yeah. Right. Um, he may have a better quality of life. I mean, ultimately, my reason for starting the team, a little bit of an ego. I like being a business owner more than a salesman, and um, I, I just like a challenge. And you know, I want to dominate, and there's no stopping. I don't have any quit in me. That's a uh, very, very, very good advice. Um, if you don't have systems in place, if you don't have leads to hand out, if you don't have value to give, and you're just a busy agent, um, yeah. it doesn't mean you need to have a team necessarily. And I, you see this trend happen time and time again. It's happened to me. I mean, I, at one point, I had 27 agents on my team, uh, 23 headings, and it was just, it wasn't a good time. It wasn't a good time for anybody. I wasn't leading properly, and, uh, you know, it just, there's a right time and a place, and it's got to fight to find the right person. Um, this is a great show. I'm going to end with this. If you are on the if you are on the uh, fence and you're like, should I get a team? Should I not? It's a very good book by uh, Dave Ramsey. It's called Entre Leadership, and it's one of the best books I've ever read about management style and about cool. you know, how to lead people uh, in the business world. If you're like a CEO or a team leader or broker owner, it's a really really good book, and I highly recommend that you guys check that out um Sunit, this has been a great show i think you've given our guests a lot of interesting points a lot of interesting uh content to consider um should they be thinking about um starting a team if you want to go ahead and uh, and if you guys have referrals for someone in sacramento uh Sunit's your guy Sunit, please go ahead and, uh, and he's also a club wealth coach so i want to go ahead and thank you for your time um please plug your website let people know how they can reach you and uh sure we'll from there uh I mean, my personal cell phone, 916-216-7375. Our website is uh, Best SAC Homes Group. SAC, S-A-C, not S-A-C-K for all your smart asses out there. Um, and then you can do Sunit at bestsachomesgroup.com, S-U-N-E-E-T. And hit, 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 hit me up. Questions about teams or coaching or any other content um I'll, I'll be happy to help you and you're also a club wealth uh coach so um if you're thinking about this he does coach agents as well i appreciate your and time, man. lab coat agent moderator big shout out to lab coat agents so <laughs> this guy's the man he's in northern cal sacramento look him up uh again thank you for your time and folks we are at the end of another uh episode of the real estate marketing dude podcast uh, thank you again for tuning in and listen, check out the attract and retain formula. We don't sell our content. We give it away for free because we're not gurus. We're practitioners. Whether or not you can adapt our business model in your business, that's up to you to decide, but I'm just going to show you how it's done. So check us out. We do open up once a month and take my courses. I mean, no, who gives away $2,000 of free training each and every month consistently and doesn't ask for a penny? I do. So go ahead and check us out at realestatemarketingdude.com and just follow the instructions from the beginning. But thank you, sir, for your time. Um, Mike, thank you, bro. Awesome, man. I will talk to you soon.